This week on Inside Motorsport, we take a look at what's billed as becoming Australia's fastest motor racing series on the circuit. The S5000s with Chris Lambden. I hope you can stay with us. Chris Lambden joins us on the line and Chris is currently in New Zealand. Uh, your homeland, Chris, isn't it? Uh, well, I did grow up over here, that's true. And uh, of course, you're well entrenched in Australian motorsport now and the S5000s has been a baby of yours for a number of years and it's, it's looking very close to reality. As the category manager of the series, how, how close is it? Is it that real for you, you can touch it? I think it's almost, uh, almost there, you know, it's still a couple of boxes to tick. Um, but as your um, you know, list is full of we've gathered over the last few weeks, there's been a lot of interesting stuff happening. Um, in particular, the sort of the two and three week uh, launch sort of publicity tour we did with the car uh, during uh, November, uh, which which went off really well. The cars clearly, you know, everyone loves it. Uh, and then most recently, the news that uh, Gary Rogers Motorsport has uh, come into the whole program, but in fact, will the GRM will actually physically assemble the, uh, the the race cars, which is a terrific thing. Now, how did that allegiance and tie-in come in? Because obviously you've had long relationships with ball and racing developments with this project. How did how did that decision get made and what was the uh, process in making that handover? Sure. Um, it's not so much of a handover. I mean, Michael Ball is still very much involved. I mean, he, he engineered and oversaw and... Uh, designed and all, all that element of the, the, the project in the car to date. And, and we were turning our attention to the fact that, hell, you know, we were going to have to to build 13 or 14 of them. Um, you know, Michael's premises aren't, you know, massive. And uh, we were going to have to lease some space somewhere and hire some staff, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and Gary Rogers came along and, it, and, and showed some considerable interest. Um, he's a believer. He thinks it's terrific. Uh, and the outcome of that is that he's now become part of the, you know, the ARG, Australian Racing Group, uh, per se, and uh, his specific role is to build and sell the cars. Uh, and as such, he, he's, uh, uh, you know, funding this first batch of 13 cars, which added to the one we've already got, make 14, and uh, that's that's the target to uh, to be able to kick it off the middle of next year. So, uh, have you got a first race date set down and a calendar for the year? Uh, well, the the championship's going to run with the Shannon series. Um, you know, that's, that's something that's not necessarily uh, the area that I spend a lot of time on. But we, the group AIG has decided to do that for a number of very good reasons. Um, and uh, so, I mean, that kicks off in May, and that's always been our target. Um, that's very tight. We'll see how we go. But uh, the five, six-round series with the Shannon series and, and potentially a couple of races with supercars, uh, that, a lot of that stuff's still being discussed and spoken about at the moment. But we, we figured that a, a championship series standing on its own two feet, uh, along with the, um, the um, Touring Car Masters, uh, not Touring Car Masters, what I remember, um, Touring Car the, um, Racing. <laughs> yeah, um, category, we'll make quite a good program that will we'll bring spectators back to motor racing. And we decided to go down that path. Um, there's, there's a lot of work also being done behind the scenes in relation to broadcast, of, uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So we're hoping we'll be able to put together a, a really, really good show uh, that people will, in fact, 
you know, enjoy coming to watch. Mm. Now, interesting you mentioned about broadcasting because it has been an interesting situation with Shannon's Nationals Sunday Live streaming online and uh, even with the Australian Motor Racing Series, uh, that has seen some extremely successful uh, Sunday online numbers as well. So uh, media has changed a lot, as uh, you would know from your publishing background, and uh, it's not always the same way of thinking about uh, how you would distribute um, a product like this, is there? Well, that's right. The, 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 the whole scene is changing, and as you correctly say, the Shannon series has, has always had the, the online presence. As I said, there's a lot of chat going on behind the scenes which might see that actually... Uh, uh, further broadened and further improved, which in a way which I think would be re- really fantastic. So, look, you know, these days you, you, you've got two choices, really. You, you, you try and do that or you or you try and be part of a supercar show. Um, that's an expensive exercise um, and, you you know, you very much are at the whim and call of, of supercars in terms of your events and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, I think there's more than one way to, uh, to skin a cat, as they used to say. Uh, and I think what's being put together will, you know, will, will, will bring about an interesting change in the uh, in the scene. I am fascinated to get your response to an article that was written. I think it was at Speed Cafe, where Alan Jones, who uh, is one of the more opinionated members of the Australian motorsport community, said that he thinks S five thousand should be given the first crack at uh, the Gold Coast and becoming a uh, partner on the Gold Coast with supercars and. Uh, give you a fair shot at that what was your reaction when you read that uh, that that wasn't the headline but that was certainly what he said in the article <laughs> yeah indeed no i couldn't agree more um you know alan's great and, and there are a number of people who think that uh, if we can successfully you know launch s5000 with, with reasonable numbers of cars then it it'll fulfill what they're trying to achieve with talk of you know bringing back indycar or, or trying to run nascar or whatever to australia but you know, the cost of doing either of those is phenomenal, you know, $15 million plus. Um, and so if we've got a, you know, a decent domestic, domestically based uh, motorsport that, that could fill that role, then absolutely, absolutely, why not? I mean, we've, we've never shied away from, I guess, the aim that we're, we're trying to achieve a significant domestic open wheeler race formula that, uh, you know, if it uh, evolves well enough, could well be you know, our equivalent of IndyCar in this country. And uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm thrilled to bits that AJ is uh, is a fan. And, um, you know, it's, uh, it's good to see him putting it out there. So for marketing, how many cars? I know Rusty French committed early in the piece to say, I'm going to buy one. How many cars have you got now? I know you've got one and, and Rusty's committed to one. But uh, does that mean there's... 12 still to sell? No, no, there's, there's quite a bit. Uh, again, it's all, it's all going on in the background. Quite a few people have since we... Our official launch was on, I think, the, was it the 9th of November or thereabouts, 10th of November, Eastern, Eastern Creek, and we did our tour. And that was the very, very first time that people were actually able to see the car uh, and also be made aware of, the, of what we, the plans were in terms of the series. Um, so, you know, that was the point at which people have gone away to uh, talk to their sponsors, to talk to their accountants, mm-hmm. uh, to talk to their families in some cases. So um, a lot of that is going on at the moment, and, and a lot of that is, you know, subject to those people wanting to talk about it 
in due course. But no, no, the the interest has been has been really good. Um, yeah, Rusty committed to he committed to this the concept way way back when, when in fact there was another copycat car around and uh, et cetera et cetera. But I mean, again, we're hoping that he'll be he'll be part of us absolutely. So um, BRM have committed to build 13 in the first batch. Uh, we have one that currently exists, so that that's a 14 car grid that we expect to be able to kick off with. Mm. Now. I'm interested in, it's one of the few cars that'll race in Australia with a halo. How has that been received? Because uh, your car, the Formula Thunder 5000 and, and the other, um, whatever it was called now, I've forgotten, um, cars didn't have halos. How have people taken to that? Um, I think probably as you'd expect. I mean, even on a personal level, I've never been a great fan of the halo in, in, in Formula One or, or wherever. You know, I, I think it was an overreaction to a situation. Um, however, uh, the fact remains that it is a, a requirement these days, and, and it started to become the case that if we were going to kick this off successfully um, and on a longevity among the car, then then we would need to look to that. Um, we had originally proposed to go with the FT5000 car, as you uh, as you correctly said, uh, and we were toing and froing with cams over that for quite some time, and it was only that literally. Literally out of the blue, this uh, Ligier um, chassis tub became available to us, uh, which ticked all the boxes, including having a halo, that we thought, well, let's see if we can add the FT to, to suit that, which we've done. Uh, the entire rear end of the car is, in fact, the FT5000. Um, and, you know, I'm afraid it's just something we've got to get used to. Uh, as I said, personally, I'm not a massive fan, but I've spoken to drivers who've driven it. Uh, and, and Tim Macro, our test driver, is amongst those. He said that after two laps from inside the car, you don't notice it. Yeah. So, you know, that that's okay. It's just, well, you know, you would remember a day when midgets raced without cages, wouldn't you? In and fact, uh, I remember when the cages came into midgets, uh, and you, would know, you wouldn't even think about sitting in a midget these days, a speedway midget, without the right cage. So I think it's something people will, will become used to, uh, it's just a fact of modern liability, insurance and all that paranoia that's unfortunately uh, tainting most of our lives, not just motorsport. And uh, I, think we're, I think we're stuck with it. Um, but given that, I think it's a, you know, as good a, as good a uh, version of it as we could, uh, as we could expect. And, um, you know, I think there are even some parents uh, of young guys who are going racing and actually feel a little bit more secure uh, with their offspring you know, having something like that on the car. Mm. Well, Chris, it's going to be uh, exciting times ahead as Gary Rogers continues to roll these cars off the assembly line, and I'm sure we'll be keeping up to date with how that process is going. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's a it's a it's a really uh, interesting development late late in the year, literally only about three weeks ago, but it means that it, what it means is it's happening. You know, the cars are being built. Gary's undertaken to do that, so uh, you know it's a, it's a tremendous step forward. And we're just now, you know, running around talking to people who are tying up their deals to uh, to line up. And I think there'll be some interesting young interesting young drivers at the wheel, which uh, yeah. more about as time goes by. And Gary's got a, a fantastic engineering group there with Richard Halloway at the helm, and uh, um, and uh, they have got quite a diverse range of experiences as well. And uh, Richard Halloway was, uh, of course, involved with uh, Scafie in the the gold gold star days. <laughs> uh, yeah, look, uh, it's a, it's a logical move for Gary. I mean, 
um, I, I think it's, a, it's, it's, it's not a secret that there's a number of supercar teams looking to diversify what they do a little bit because, you know, as, a, as an industry, supercars is like everything else facing its challenges and there are supercar teams who, who understand they've got to be involved in something else other than supercars for their overall business to, you know, to move onwards. Um, and in, in Gary's case, he's very much decided that S5000 is, is for him. And uh, and that's the, the the result is what you now see. So, it's, I think you'll see a number of supercar teams looking to um, looking to get, get involved in other things just to, to keep their their businesses ticking over. Well, interesting times ahead. Happy New Year, Chris. We look forward to speaking to you as we get to the build up of that first S five thousand event. Yeah, no, same for you and, uh, and all your listeners, and keep up the good work. My thanks to Chris Lambden. Happy New Year to everyone. We'll catch you next week on Inside Motorsport. Until next time around, keep smiling. Bye for now. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.